One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, I'm Andy Zaltzman. This is Top Stories, the show in which the Bugle raids its own archives to tell you the most important thing in the world from a week in the past. In March 2014, the Russian invasion, uh, ring any bells, of the Crimean Peninsula was high in the headlines. So which element of this crisis did myself and John Oliver decide to focus on? Dolphins, of course. It's issue 264 of the Bugle entitled Making Nothing Out of Something. First up, crisis in Crimea continues. Uh, Look, the world has a geopolitical crisis on her hands, Andy. Ukraine is stuck in a tug of war between East and West. There is nothing simple about this story, and it requires serious analysis. But hold on. Has Russia just annexed some Ukrainian combat dolphins? Let's talk about that! (laughs) Yes, a number of highly trained Ukrainian military dolphins are going to switch nationalities and become Russian. Lovely combination of words there, Andy. Obviously, the meat of that sentence is the phrase Ukrainian military dolphins, but there is some artisan bread around that too. Uh, essentially, Ukraine has had an attack dolphin programme for decades, with dolphins trained to identify underwater military threats, including spy equipment, enemy scuba divers or mines on the ocean floor. It might sound stupid, and that's because it is, but both Russia and the US actually also have versions of this programme. In fact, it was rumoured that the Soviets once trained killer dolphins equipped with hypodermic needles loaded with carbon dioxide like sociopathic flippers. In 2012, in fact, it was reported that uh, the Ukrainian Navy planned to resurrect the concept of dolphin assassins by training them to attack enemy combat swimmers using special knives or pistols fixed to their foreheads. And apparently, (laughs) in their research, it was very difficult for the enemy combat swimmers to defend themselves in those situations as they were usually completely incapacitated by hysterical laughter. Oh, God! (laughs) 
Look at that dolphin! It's got a pistol fixed on its head! Oh, this is fantastic! I can't believe this is going to be the last thing that I'm ever going to see! I am so lucky! <laughs> well, this is, you know, it's, it's great to hear a story like this and uh, what has otherwise, as you say, been a rather rather tense news month in, uh, in Ukraine. Vladimir Putin has claimed that he has no intention of any further opportunistic land grabs in the Ukraine. To most Westerners, he might as well have said, I've just become the first man to successfully grow aubergines on Saturn and I've slept with all 12 of the Mitford sisters. We just <laughs> do not believe a word that he says. But at least, John, at least, John, we have... We have the dolphin story. Yes. yes. And it is adding fish-eating insult to territorial injury that <laughs> Ukraine should lose its squadron of crack-bomb-spotting killer dolphins. I mean, <laughs> you have to ask, you have to ask, you know, why, why have they changed? Well, for a start, their, their project has had uh, some troubles before. In March of last year, reportedly three dolphins deserted the military dolphin program to look for mates. Which is, I mean, how often have we seen this story through history, John? Uh, mm-hmm. People thinking with their balls, not their heads, letting their dolphin dicks get in the way of their careers. <laughs> Tragic. But now, um, they're, they're, they're defecting to Russia. I guess, you know, Russia's got more money for its military, probably better opportunities for dolphins. Uh, also, Ukraine, pretty much Black Sea or bust, whereas Russia offers a much, much greater range of coastlines. If you're going to be a fighting dolphin, John, you want to be able to have a range of seas. To choose from. They are notoriously intelligent creatures, dolphins. You see this from the fact that uh, rarely amongst animals of their size, they very seldom get eaten by lions. That is a sign of a good snout for safety. They have a very healthy fish-based diet. Shows that they look after themselves, unlike some species I could mention, such as humans and foxes, too much junk food, and blowflies, too much raw meat, much of it past its best before date. But dolphins, though, a lot of sushi. And all that jumping out of the sea, very good exercise, built into their ordinary, everyday schedule. That's the way to do it. No point going to the gym when you can do it just in your ordinary, everyday line of work. So I'll ask you, when did you last meet a bed-bound dolphin? But anyway, so it's, they're an intelligent creature, John, and they've seen which way the wind is blowing in this crisis. And Russia offers superior job prospects for any ambitious young military dolphin. But where's the loyalty, Andy? That is my problem. I can't believe they're going to defect. I cannot believe these f***ing flippers are going to flip. You'd have thought (laughs) that they would... They would all commit to an honour-based mass suicide before defecting to <laughs> Russia. Maybe each holding a flipper over the other one's blowhole. This is so disappointing. There are truly, Andy, no attack dolphin heroes anymore. These dolphins <laughs> swore an oath, a sacred oath to Ukraine, an oath which presumably sounded like this. <laughs> Although, should we really be surprised, Andy... Dolphins have no moral backbone. They'll essentially swear allegiance to anyone who'll throw a f***ing fish at them. They're mercenaries. <laughs> you want me to jump through a hoop, balance that ball on my nose, or assassinate that frog, man? How about you fetch me a fish from one of those buckets over there and we can talk? <laughs> well, also, we see you know, the, the historic issues in this, this whole crisis that the uh, fighting dolphin programme was started, as you said, under the Soviet Union. So, inevitably, the, the call of Mother Russia is going to come back at some point. I mean, it's very much dolphins really reflecting 
human geopolitics. It's tragic to see that we, we've infected even the aquatic world. Is it possible, Andy, that this stash of attack dolphins are actually the only reason that Putin was interested in the Crimea at all? Because, as we talked about last week, it seemed Crimea had very little of any value to it, but that was before it was revealed that they have a secret elite army of trained murder dolphins. And clearly that's quite a prize. <laughs> Apparently, there are also a unit of combat sea lions in Sebastopol who operate out of the base there. But it's apparently, and I quote, not yet clear what will happen to them. Exactly, Andy. And that's because those sea lions would never work for Putin. That's my point. You have, you'd have to prize the Ukrainian flag from their cold, wet flippers, which actually shouldn't be too hard. Their flippers are always cold and wet, and sea lions don't have the best gripping motion. But that's not the point. <laughs> it's about loyalty. And the more you look into this secret, Sebastopol... Uh, death dolphin program the worse it gets back in 2000 they actually sold 27 trained attack dolphins walruses sea lion seals and even a white beluga whale to iran how has this not been an issue in the news never mind developing a nuclear weapon andy i'm now much more concerned about tehran developing a nuclear whale this world (laughs) will never be the same if the Ayatollah has access to a fully functioning atomic free willy. It's, it, Putin at this point is getting so close to being a real-life Bond villain that he's dangerously close to a copyright infraction from the Ian Fleming estate. <laughs> what do you say? Was this really what it's all about? And in fact, in February this year, according to one news report, the Ukrainian Defence Ministry in Kiev announced plans to release these attack dolphins into the wild or rehouse them in civilian aquariums in a cost-cutting move. Then all of a sudden, about a week later, bang, in goes Russia. It clearly kicked this whole thing off. It's not about reuniting Mother Russia or geopolitical dick-swinging or finding Vlad Putin a convenient excuse for not having to listen to David Cameron banging on about shit at the next G8 summit. It was about keeping this killer dolphin project alive, John. That was another top story. Thank you very much for listening. Now do pop over to the Mothership and listen to the latest Bugle podcast. It's very much like top stories, but much longer and from now, right now. Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth, Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss... Lime bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you, you, you must be so excited. Listen now.